Please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice. And if you are seeking financial advice, reach out as we work with professionals in the industry. And welcome back to another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. As always, you guys know the drill. I'm joined with Zeke, who's sitting beside me, fellow co-founder of the Finance Bible, that is. But we're here to talk about episode one, part two. So last episode, we spoke about the first three, uh, we like to say foundations, to building a millionaire mindset, as well as getting yourself on the way to financial freedom. But in this episode, we're going to talk about the next three steps from the foundations. These three are definitely the most important steps, which we have used and we still are using them. But anyone out there who is new to this, who's wanting to build a foundation, build their wealth for generations, that is, these steps you definitely need to follow. Well, mate, let's get into it. What is the first step in this episode? First step is education. You gotta read. You got to look at the news. You got to stay um, involved with the world. That comes with figuring out what you want out of life. So for me, I'm heavily involved in you know the stock market. That means I read the news. I tend to be the business side of things. So investment news, what's happening in the stock market itself. But literally just being informative and trying to figure out. All right, I want this in life. So how do I get there? Read, learn. You can never stop learning. That's probably the biggest. The biggest mistake a lot of people all around the world make when they finish school they think i finished school i don't need to learn anything i'm just going to work a job for the rest of my life true um don't need to read any books don't want to go to uni you should never stop learning like i feel like if the, the brain stops learning it's no longer doing its job the more you learn the better everything in life is yeah and knowledge is power ultimately if you want to learn something it is your responsibility if i want to go out and learn about finance or if I want to go and learn about, I don't know, what's another thing people like to learn? Fitness. Fitness. If I want to go learn about fitness, you know, oh, I didn't get taught finance or fitness in school. Crap, I'm going to give up. No, it's your responsibility. Go out, read about it, research it, learn about it. Speak to professionals. Do what you can. It's your responsibility. Mm. If you're not getting taught it, make it happen. Yeah, and a, and a really good thing. These days, we're all lucky enough to be in the world that we are today where Technology is a big driver. So you the have information era, I call it. That's exactly right. Thank you. So you have Audible. You can listen to books online if you don't want to actually read and use your eyes, which I do sometimes. It's good. Um, you also, you have... Huge if true. <laughs> huge if true. You have a lot of online forums. So especially for cryptocurrency, when I started to get into that, I was didn't really understand too much about it. So I got into a Discord, which is basically just an online chat room with everyone and basically everyone's chatting to each other and you're learning from other people it's not necessarily reading but it's still learning and i learned literally all the things i was wanting to learn off that from other people so there's so many different avenues like shouldn't really be any excuses for people who say they can't learn anymore because mate it's all in front of you correct literally in terms of learning obviously books the internet connections people and your own like exploring trying things and doing them to learn as well things that i'm looking into learning at the moment i'm reading and researching a lot about psychology i'm reading and learning about finance shares property statistics behind it's kind of psychology related but why people do and move where they move etc so elon musk for example probably one of the world's busiest entrepreneurs out there 
he reads about four hours per day. There's always time to sit down and read. And his reading doesn't necessarily mean sitting down and looking at a book. Probably most of it is an audible or just an audio book, could even be a podcast. But he's switched on mentally all day and that's what gets him going. And he's probably one of the smartest individuals in the world. And just like that, he's still learning. He still has all these things he doesn't know about. Moving on to the next one, and I kind of realized this was important in a strange way. In the, in the break during December, January, I was taking a lot of risks. I've recently become a big fan of just doing things that are dangerous, like whether it be jumping off things or, um, you know, whether it's skydiving or whatever it is, just ridiculous stuff. For example, when I was doing a bit of camping and the boys jump, like to jump off a bridge and I was like, all right, fair enough, let's do it. As I jumped off that bridge, I'm in the midair and I'm just thinking, holy crap, <laughs> this is good. Like, I, I love this feeling of um, what's going on. It makes you feel more alive and uh, taking risks kind of boost you to getting where you want to go. It's true watching Formula One drivers, for example, every one of them says when they drive closer to death, they feel more alive. The more that they do it, the closer they get to dying, they feel more alive. You had a leap of faith, leap of faith moment. That's it. Um, extreme examples, but you know, similar in finance. You know, if you're wanting to invest and create a big portfolio, you want to build your funds really quick. Uh, sitting there and consistently doing, consistently taking no risks, may make it more difficult. Sometimes you got to take a risk. You've got to get into it. Like for example, risk it for the biscuit. Risk it for the biscuit. That's it. Don and I both moved to Sydney basically with nothing. We, we just did it. Yeah. Um, not together. We met each other here, propelled us into new levels, and here we are today. So that kind of thing, investing, I invested a crap ton in shares when I was like 18 years old. That worked out well. I took the risk. I've now got an investment property and working on getting more. Lots of different things that come together. You've got to take risks. Especially while you're younger. And because you have time, if the risk doesn't pull off, that's fine. You've learned your mistake. You've learned your lesson. Um, it's not necessarily a mistake, but you have learned the lesson and next time you'll do something differently. But you have time to recover. But yeah, definitely you need to take risks in life. You look back in 30 years time and see the potential which you could have done if you just took that one risk. One that everyone will be able to relate to. I think, I think we've all been there, up in there. No, oh. oh well yeah, Bitcoin as well. But think back to an opportunity with a peer, colleague, whatever it was where you were like, you know what, I want to try things with them. Mm. you didn't do it you look back and you go shit why didn't I just make a move oh <laughs> yeah exactly right Date, bring it back to dating <laughs> bring it back to Literally, dating why didn't you just go in for yeah. the kids risk it for the biscuit we'll move on from Zeke's uh, old romantic uh, thought networking is probably the most beneficial factor in life in business growing as a person they say it's not what, what you know, know it's who you know, know. Thank you for coming on that with me, mate. That's very good. You started saying. But they say that, but it actually is true. You know, you can um, go to school, drop out in year eight or whatever it may be. And if you know someone who is quite successful or wants to help you or give you a job, your life can turn around just like that. I know right now in my role with what I do, if I was to lose my job today, I'd easily be able to continue doing exactly what I do due to the connections I have. Yeah, exactly. It's especially true in private schools. A lot of people in private schools have friends and family and friends family mm. who have all these connections and they can literally go to each other for things and just help each other. Yeah, and employment as well. Just 
finding your feet. I've had a couple couple mates who I went to school with, and they because their family members were in real estate, they just got straight in. Straight in. Yeah, I my little sister at the moment is fifteen, and I'm trying to. It may not be the right thing to say, but I'm trying to tell her, go from whatever school you're in now, just go to another one, meet people, network while you're there. Yeah, sure, you're fifteen years old. If you make a thousand five hundred friends right now, guess what? So 1,500 friends that in five years' time, they'll all be in professional roles. Guess what? You can learn from them. You can you can reach out to them when you need assistance with particular things. Mm. If I had my time again, instead of being in the one school and hanging out with the same friend group all the time, ETC, I would have wished that I went from one school to another to another and just kept um, networking and growing my social network because at the end of the day, it's probably the most important thing in developing a career in business. I love that, mate. That's uh, it, it is the most important thing, and that's why LinkedIn as well, an online um, social networking app and website is quite beneficial with the business business side of things. Yes, Finance Bible is on uh, LinkedIn. If you are, give us a follow and even connect with Zeke and myself. Happy yeah, to I'm, connect with you on there. And I'm very poor with LinkedIn. I'll I'll confirm it now. I like handling all my relationships via personal yes, yes. relationships. Eye to eye. Yeah, eye to eye, phone call, etc. I'm pretty crook with the social media side of things. <laughs> you are. All right, before we go Spotify ratings, we this year we've started actually pretty hot. So we've gone up the charts on the finance and business category on the podcast quite a bit right now. Um, but we do need your guys' help to, if you are enjoying the podcast, just at the top of the Spotify podcast, there's a star rating. You click on that, click on five, submit, all good. And that just goes towards the page, towards the channel. And uh, yeah, we'll just we want to get to the top and help other you know, individuals out there, families, uh, couples, friends, whoever may be listening. Yeah, we're excited for a big year. Just we're excited to, to network some more. That's it. We're excited for you guys to give us good ratings and share us with your fan, friends and family. And we'll keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, and so. if anyone also has any new year, new goals, like I said earlier, if you are in the market and wanting to actually sit down with someone and figure out your financial goals or get a financial advisor shoot us a message we can help you um and put you in the right direction if need be so um yeah you're not alone many people out there do need all this um support so that's all we're here for that's it we'll catch you guys next time but until then keep investing keep investing and keep, keep listening, listening.